Hello, hello, hello. It is I, the Popcorn Princess herself, Ryan Courtney. I am joined today by a very special guest, Satya. Is that, am I saying it correctly? Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Um, welcome. Hi. Uh, I actually have a very nuanced relationship with my name because my name is spelled S-A-T-Y-A um, and it's uh, in its original form. It's a, it's in a, an East Indian ancient language, Sanskrit, and it's supposed to be spelled S-A-T-H-Y-A, and that's pronounced Satya. Um, but there's no H in my name, and I, it feels like mildly appropriative, but also <laughs> I have a Mexican dad and a white mom, and they fell in love with Hinduism when I was younger, and so uh, they decided to you name me. Yeah, I the influence the hodgepodge. There. Hodgepodge, hodgepodge, hodgepodge. <laughs> so, like, when I when I started getting older, no one's ever been able to pronounce my name just by reading it. And so, um, as I started to get older, I've I've gotten very used to in my life people looking at my name, a long silence before someone tries to pronounce it horribly incorrectly. And it wasn't until recently that people started, you know, asking me how how do you pronounce your name? You know, checking in first, and then I started telling them either that's something I vibe recently. It's new. It's new. And so I, you know, I say my name Satya and, and now though, now people are starting to ask me, like, I'll tell them my name is Satya and they'll be like, oh, but is that the appropriate way to say your name? How do you actually pronounce it? Oh. I'm like, oh, they've okay. Gone, we've gone uh, so far in the other direction now. Yeah. Know, like, <laughs> They're like, are well, you uh, saying, are you saying your name wrong? Are, are you saying you, your own exactly, name wrong? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> because, uh, because to, to all the Mexicans in my life, all the Latinos in my life call me Satya, but Satya and Satya are neither Satya. <laughs> so... I don't know. It's like it's like it's a complicated relationship, but uh, but yeah. So I go by Satya or Satya, or if we are in India, or if you are Indian and want to call me Satya, go ahead. Um, yeah, but yeah, I, yeah. Based you know, on how you pr- would pronounce that, yeah. I'm due for an identity crisis, so we're good here. <laughs> okay, well, it's okay. Yeah, I know. I think I, I feel like the last two years, that's like, but that's been like the label of my life: identity crisis. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to figure it out. <laughs> so everyone, you're allowed to call me Satya. You're allowed to call me Satya. You're allowed to call me Satya. Wh- whatever floats your boat. Just you don't call me Satya. Pop music for smart people. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Do not call her Satya. Thank don't you. Don't call me Satya. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay, so uh, tell me about, I would love to know like what led you to music. I know that you do have a background in theater and musical theater. But yeah, yeah just what got you... Um, into into this yo i mean i grew up i grew up with music um uh, my father is from mexico durango mexico and he uh he was always a musician at heart guitar player and came to this country became a naturalized citizen and then followed kind of this straight and narrow path um, in education like he became an english teacher because that was the smart responsible job to do and then 
worked his way up the educational ladder, like vice principal, principal, and then like, you know, a, a director for multiple programs for an entire high school district. And so um, he gave up his dreams, uh, his music dreams to do something responsible. And so when I was younger and I like at like three years old, I, uh, I think that was like the year that the movie Selena came out with Jennifer Lopez. And I was obsessed with Selena to begin with. So then this movie came out and I was continuously obsessed and I loved to sing and, um, very much like a young, uh, Abraham Quintanilla, Selena's dad. My dad put me in voice lessons, put me in, um, started like band promoting, started getting involved in the music biz um, himself. We uh, built a recording studio in my home as a kid and he started putting me to work and he started like exploring his, his creative side again. That's cool that he um, like fostered that though, you know? Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I want to I want to believe it was all for me but like he was, you know, revisiting a, an old passion of his too, right? I and got so you. I was just like I was just this young little thing who wanted to sing and he would like throw me into <laughs> the mix and make me sing, you know, his lyrics and harmonize and whatever. And so as I continued to get older, um I kind of like fe I fell in love with musical theater, um, but only in the sense that like anything I any I did anything and everything that had music involved. So in high school, what that was was musical theater. Um, but I also loved playing instruments. I grew up playing piano. And when I was in high school, the all boys school had a marching band, had band and the girls school didn't. And I desperately, I always wanted to be in the band. That was like a high school dream of mine. You see that in the movies. I wanted to be a part of that. So I petitioned for girls to be allowed in the all boys band in my senior year and it happened. And all I wanted was to play the saxophone. Um, but the boys got first pick and they all picked the saxophone. So I got stuck on clarinet. So they let the girls. So they let the girls participate, but then they let the boys have first pick. Yes, uh, girls got last pick. Rude. Girls Rude. got last pick. So a couple of us were on clarinet, and there was like one other girl who was probably on like a, I don't know, the percussion, maybe violin. I don't. I don't even remember. But my whole life has been music. I just love, live, breathe music. Um, so fast forward to college, I, I went to school for theater, um, but theater has never been enough for me. So I started an acapella group in college. There were, a, there were a handful of acapella groups that already existed, but I wanted to be in the oldest acapella group at the university, the like, the like alma mater acapella group. But that acapella group was an all male group. And uh, so there was no room for me oh, in it. <laughs> So I joined another group and then and then ended up creating my own um, that is still there at oh, cool. the University of Colorado. It's called On That Note. And uh, and they're that's, awesome. that's a little legacy there. Yeah, they're an acapella group that was like tailored for like performing arts students. Performing arts students didn't really have a, a space in the acapella world because our our schedules would always conflict with whatever the acapella things were. And so I created a group that made space for everybody. So anyway. My background, yes, is absolutely theater. And I have always been like at odds with that industry because it 
I always wanted more. I always wanted more music, more music, more music. So I've managed to uh, make a career out of theater and acting and and not even just acting, theater making as a whole, writing, directing, performing, um, all the things. Yeah, I mean, that in itself, honestly, is is very impressive. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I was just going to say, it's a hard, um, I went to, I went to high school, uh, to a theater high school, and then I went to, um, I did, I went to college for theater. Yeah. Um, and decided I had a pro- college professor that I'll never forget. And something he told me was uh, he like gave us the numbers on, you know, what people what amount of people actually make it in that industry and make, you know, funny because these two girls were talking in class one day. And he was like, guys, you need to take this seriously. Like only two percent of actors actually make money at it. And only a like small percentage of them are the ones that you see like in Hollywood. Movie. You know, so at that point I was like, oh, like he kind of like he kind of like kicked it into reality for me where I was like, I don't know if I could like, you know, cut it. In that. So like I ended up not, you know, not pursuing theater. But um, yeah, so I know how that difficult is it is in that field to like make that a, a, a living. Yeah. So it's awesome that you're um, succeeding in that. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, it's work. You know, they they tell you they 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 this this ominous they 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 told yeah. us as kids yeah. like yeah exactly yes uh, they told us as kids you know if you if you do what you love you'll never have to work a day in your life and that is bullshit <laughs> that is just not true that, not true yeah i can attest that that is not true yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fake news thank you that is fake news i this past year especially or or um yeah this past year and a half uh has been a big awakening, you know, this like COVID post post COVID, even though we're still in COVID, but whatever this new, like we're half in COVID half out of COVID era. Um, it just, I, I think all of, all the new, of the, the 2020s, new reality. Yeah. Yeah. I think all the 2020s kind of, um, repositioned me for something that I was actually passionate about. Um, I think I, I had to, we all had to take a step back and, and take a look at our lives and, uh, and reflect on what we were doing and, and how we wanted to move forward. And, and are we actually happy and fulfilled? And, and are we, are, yeah, are we actually happy and fulfilled? Or are we just so stuck in the grind to pay our bills and make everything happen? And so when everything stopped, absolutely, you know, we had to start our own podcasts. We had to we had to rebrand. We had to recreate ourselves and 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 start from the ground up again. And so, I think these last few years, um, it's not that I've fallen out of love with theater, but I've uh, I've made I've made theater and what was my my full time career. Um, I've reframed it as my my income and my my side hustle, so that I can live my life. And I think writing music and creating music is absolutely living my life. Um, so it's awesome. I was going to say, let me be the first one to say that I um, completely am okay with that life decision because <laughs> your music is amazing so far. I'm like, like uh, that actually leads me right to my second point, which is to talk about Burn. Like that song, it literally came on my TikTok, okay? It came on my FYP your video that you did to it. And I listened to it a thousand times in one night. And then I showed it to my husband and he literally like, like freaked out as well. That song is <laughs> such a bop. I like cannot stop listening to it. It's so good. Like I'm sad. So, oh my God. That's to, so like, awesome to hear. Um, that's so awesome to hear. 
I like literally found myself doing like the dance that you're doing like in the TikTok. I like found myself doing like just like the like I like was just like listening to it on my phone like with my headphones on in my living room doing the dance. So yeah, I'm obsessed with that song. It's so good. I, yes, oh, that's amazing. I had I had actually a, a director reach out to me uh, last week um, in hopes to direct the music video for that song. Um, which is just so beyond yes, anything, please. anything I would have even imagined. I just, I, I opened that TikTok account, um, I, not even a year ago in January, um, as like a, as like a writing journal, as like a, as a place for me to just, without a single follower, just write some music and, and put it out in the world and, and, and mostly like not even like write and record, literally just, you know, start writing for myself and seeing what came out. And then people started responding really well to it. And thousands of followers later, I'm now like far more nervous to post anything on the internet anymore. <laughs> it just became like too much pressure, but I'm still doing it. Yeah, oh my God. Yeah. Like, like yeah. please, please never, <laughs> please never hold yourself back from posting anything on the internet because uh, <laughs> let me tell you. Um, no, but I, um, I actually commented on, like, when I saw that video, I commented that night on it, and I was like, I was like, when is this? Because you said in the video, like, it will be on, you know, you're going to try to get on Spotify, and I was like, when will this be on Spotify? I need the full version, like, right now. And you actually commented back to me, and you were like, oh, it's actually already up. And, like, just, like, we got lucky, it got up, and I literally could not have, like, gone from app to app fast enough. It literally was, like, straight to Spotify, streaming it in my living room. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, that's kind of been my, that's been my writing journey, is is that kind of, like, this this relationship right here, like... This is this is the only reason I am at this at this stage, which is not very far. But like at, at this stage at all, I, I I shared some videos of myself singing on the Internet. People said, hey, please finish this song. I need it. And I said, yes, OK, I'll finish the song. And then I'd finish a song and I'd post that on the Internet. And people would say, what are you writing next? I want to hear everything. And so I just kept sharing and sharing. And so with that song, I posted a a. I wrote literally one day I I wrote, I sat at a piano and just like crafted something for, you know, a couple of hours I sat at a piano and then I recorded it and posted it on the internet. Someone said, please finish it. And then um, a buddy of mine, Nigel, who's also Nigel D Robinson, who's also on that track. Um, yeah. 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 He's on the track we, as well. Within, within one week, within one week, we were like, all right, well, let's, let's write it. Let's finish it. And so we decided to just get together at my apartment, my home music studio, and we recorded the whole thing, sampled a beat, continued to craft in and out. And and um, it's a very like symbiotic, copacetic relationship where he's he's gotten really into sampling lately. And so he sampled a little beat and then I just continued to like take that sample and I and I continued to build it out and flesh it out for the rest of the song. And then um and then before I know it, within a week, we had recorded, mixed, mastered the thing. I posted that on TikTok. You and a handful of other people, handful, you know, I think like thousands of people responded to that one. But I think you you and a bunch of other people immediately were like, when is it going to be on Spotify? When is it going to be on Spotify? And I was like, I don't even have like, a Spotify. Like, I know. I like. No. I literally was like. I was like. I literally was like. You could not give us this little. Like. You could not give me that little snippet and then not have it, the full version ready for me to listen to. I was like. 
Like I'm already like I'm already like midway like you know like like undulating in my living room like I'm gonna need to continue that please like yeah. <laughs> so we did. So within a week, so within a week, I wrote a I, I I the inception of a song hit, and then we recorded it, and then I opened a Spotify account, and within a week, it was on the internet on all streaming platforms. That's amazing. And now it's I so, now like, that's who always- I am. <laughs> that's just so mind blowing to me. Like how like that's why I always ask about these things because like it's just like yeah how these things come about like. Like, for me, because, like, for the listener, I think, and for the listener experience, it's, like, we're just on this end, like, like consuming, you know, the music and listening to the stuff that we, like, want to listen to, vibe to. And so to hear, like, that, you know, within that amount of time, it literally went from this to conception, like, to be, like, like fully, like, jamming out to it, it's just, like, mind-blowing, you know? It's and don't like, get me wrong, I because I, I'm, I'm no different than any other uh, self-critic. Um, we released it. It, it. it all came together in a week, and since then, every time we listen to it, me and my buddy Nigel, we we just pick it apart. There's like a, a million and one things that we would do differently now with the information and the knowledge that we have after having after having shared and produced our first song together. Right? Like, yeah. Well, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm gonna need y'all. I'm gonna need y'all to let it rest. Okay, just let it rest because it is, it is, it's just fine. <laughs> well, you know what? I had someone. So I actually. A little sidebar of a story. I so I had a group of friends come over one night um, a couple months ago, and we just wanted to have like a little jam session, or or rather, like it wasn't even that deep. We were just like we each had little projects that we wanted to record and get each other's opinions on, and we were sharing stuff. And then at one point, um, I had figured out how to connect my record player to my RC five hundred five, which is like a live looping situation. This little guy here, um, it's a live looping instrument, and. Uh, and one of my many hats that I wear is is a, a, a I'm a musician, and one of my many instruments is a looper. So, uh, so I connected my my record player to my live looper, and um, and so we could sample things and and loop them live for the first time. I had just figured out how to do this, and so we had our friends over, and we played this game, and we were like, all right, um, we're just gonna pick a random moment out of this record to sample. I'm gonna hit record and stop. You tell me when. My friend says when. I hit record. She says when again. I stop recording. And it is the nastiest, most uncomfortable sample we could have chosen. It's out of time. It's in the middle of a phrase. This was not a good idea. I think I saw this TikTok, yeah. (laughs) Okay, okay. It was a really bad idea. It was a really bad idea. But... We were like, all right, let's make it work. Let's make it work. I mean, this is one of the best. I, I I think I said in my TikTok, it was a core memory unlocked in this moment because we were like, we're going to make something whether we like it or not. So we decide. So we start we start building this. It's in like five, four time. It's crunchy. But we start adding harmonies and beats and bass and keys. And before we know it, it's like it's a vibe. It's an awesome. It's a bop. And then we loved it so much. We decided to sample that and record a completely different song based on the sample of the sample that we had sampled. So, um, oh my god! <laughs> and so, and That's so, it was meta. Very, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And it was so just like impromptu, spontaneous. It was in the moment. We recorded it. We like cre- crafted it in a night. Recorded it all in a night. Wrote it in a night. Mixed, mastered, produced the whole thing in a night. Released it the next day, and um, and. To me, like, it kind of brought us back to, like, the original intention for what recording was was supposed to be, right? It's like, it's like recording not for perfection, but recording to capture a moment in time, recording to capture this, this one night of magic with people coming, artists coming together to make something beautiful and, like, 
was it perfect in my opinion yes but like like technically technically no and like but like it was it was the perfect encapsulation of what that moment was and so i feel like burn for me will always i will always have a million and one reasons to want to fix that but like it was a it was an honest moment in time the lyrics aren't that deep but but it was no, but honest. Like, but that's that's the thing. They don't have to be in that, in that. It's it's with a song like that. It's not even just the lyrics. It's like everything that came together. Like just like the um like the beat behind it. Like the um like the horn section that did it did it. Um, with his like with his yes, like yes. with his like verse like his like rap verse. It's like yeah. all of it is just very like all goes so well together. Like like you know songs don't like every song doesn't have to be super deep. It's it's still like like um I feel like even the backtrack or the. The music itself can like speak to you as well. You know what I'm saying. So for me, yes, like that song is a complete vibe. Yeah, like like I like feel something when I listen to that song. So yeah, it's like oh my gosh, and we had so much fun making it. And I just remember, like it's I'm always gonna remember this time in my life. I've been I've been exploring my sexuality a lot lately too, and like I'm not uh, I don't go I, I, I the fluidity of all of my identities, my sexual identities, my gender identities. I just am a fluid being these days. And this whole, the song burn, it's all about just like being reckless in your identities. Like I'm done playing by all the rules. Let me just, let me let it, let me let all of these parts of me burn out until I learn all my lessons. <laughs> but like, let's just, let's just, I love that. We, uh, did you see those? Did you see those images from space that came out from that from that space telescope um, this past week? Oh my gosh! Oh my the um yeah the um the what is it called the Hubble Web uh, uh, yes um, uh huh yeah the Hubble I think I don't yeah. the, the James the James Webb the James Webb telescope James yeah. Webb uh huh totally it's insane and like and oh my god and just like, like someone was like explaining this, it as we're like, like nothing this is just a, <laughs> yes. Yes, uh, this was like a grain of sand image of space. And there are like billions of galaxies that we're seeing through this one image. And I like can't help but be reminded like, that like, who are, we? Yeah. who are we? None of this matters. Just do what you want as long as you're not hurting anybody. None of it's really that important. Like none of it's like, you know, in the, in the, in the end all be all. And then even on top of that, we're like, we're just specks that we're like the smallest, like little specks of sand. And then within even our, even within our realm, like humanity, we're even that much smaller. Like there's been yes! thousands and thousands of millions of years, even on this earth. It's like, yes! so like we're alive for what, like a hundred years at the most if we're lucky. So yeah, a hundred yeah! years of all this is like, come on, exactly. like, do what you want, live, do like live your life. Yeah. Preach girl, yeah, preach. I totally I'm done with okay. the labels. I'm done with the rules. I'm said. done with it. Just, just live. Just live. We're Same. all here to just for so brief amount of time. So I wrote yeah, Burn. It's a reason why. <laughs> it's a reason why. I, yeah. Oh my God. Th and thank you for that because in my brief amount of time, I'm gonna shake my ass to it in my living room. So, that's, so I, I, thank you. <laughs> that really that's worked out for me. Great. So. That was truly the best use of my time on this on this planet to get you to shake your ass in your living room. I completely agree. <laughs> Thank you. I one thousand percent agree. <laughs> okay, so I did want to. I wanted to talk to you about your looping. Um, there is another set of your videos that I have maybe watched one million times, and that is the Encanto <gasps> mashup looping videos. I literally like I make, force my husband to watch it so many times because I'm just like it like blows my mind. One, I'm obsessed with Encanto. I like love it. I've watched it so many times. I can't even tell you the number of people who have told me I look like Mirabel. 
You do look like Grandpa, but like your like your take on it and the way he did that, like to me, like ah, uh, like was it, it was masterful. It was so good. I um, like I think everybody should see that. I'm so, I love it so much. So yeah, um, tell me about that and and why yeah. you decided to do that. Well, okay, so I'm a so like I like I shared with you, I'm, music has always been a part of me, and I have spent a lot of time in my career, uh, kind of like cultivating my musicianships. I play a lot of different instruments. I'm I'm a jack of all trades, master of none kind of situation here. And um and and theater has kind of been a vehicle for that. Uh I've I have been surprisingly most of the instruments I've learned how to play in my life, I have learned by getting paid to learn to play them for a show I was hired to act in. And because I'm such a musician at heart, I'm always like, yes, challenge accepted. Throw me whatever instrument I have like a knack for being able to give, give me a month with an instrument. I can play it for you for whatever reason, for whatever reason you need me to. So um, I did this one, one woman live looping musical called Where Did We Sit on the Bus over the, over the pandemic. It was like a virtual uh, production of it written by Brian Quijada. And, uh, and it was like such a an artistic stretch for me like really forced me to embrace every aspect of my artistry the full breadth of it in a way that i had never been asked to do before um and it was so stimulating and um so rewarding in so many ways uh and we ended up getting nominated for um a, a drama league award with like Meryl Streep ended up winning the award or whatever the show she was That's in. That's insane. Was, was That's totally amazing. Nuts. It was totally nuts. Um, Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, we didn't win. We were nominated, but still, it was um, pretty fucking dope. Yeah, oh my gosh. You didn't get nominated. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. And so, um, I mean, if so, you're in a category, if you're if you're in a category with Meryl Streep, then unfortunately, I just think there's lose. no chances of winning. She literally wins everything. Yeah. I hate to tell you, but <laughs> but to well, get nominated next to her, I mean, that's like that is insanity. Yeah, yeah, oh, absolutely. Maybe yeah. one day we'll, we'll beat her out. But now, if it had been if it had been burn, if it had been burn, maybe you would have a shot. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> so, so I did this. So I did this musical, and it got it got enough traction that that theater companies once uh, theater came back to life, uh, back to live is what everyone kept saying. Um, theater companies kept reaching out to me and continue to this day to do the show live, and so. I really had to hone in on my live looping skills because it was one thing to um, I had been looping for a while before that, uh, but but not to the extent that this show was asking me to do because it's one thing to like craft a, craft music and do it, and then it's a completely different thing to have to tell a full story while looping. Um, we actually uh, we did this at a very big theater called Cleveland Playhouse at one point, and it was like a big budget big budget theater that like basically the Broadway version of this show is what we got to produce at this theater. And we had turned the entire stage into um, a looping machine. We like pre-programmed pedals all over the stage. So I'd stomp on it and start recording and like the whole stage became a loop station. In addition to all the many filmed we had it. Uh, no, I mean, it technically is. Um, but, but they, stopped airing it. it a long time ago but i could probably got send it, yeah. send, i'll email you oh my god i would love it. that <laughs> don't don't tell anyone but i stole it from the dropbox way back oh then so i have it <laughs> I'll cut, I'll cut this. I'll yeah, cut this part out of, the, out of the show. Okay, I'll edit this out. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, so. 
So since then, um, I have just leaned the fuck into looping as it's, it's now part of me in a much bigger way. Um, it gave me, I'd always told myself as, uh, as a kid that I like always wish I could just harmonize with myself. Right. And I started a whole acapella group in college and like harmonies and like being saturated and drenched in, I, I like to call them sound baths, like being drenched in a sound bath is something I always wanted to be able to do, but I always needed One other of my people. Favorite things. Yeah. But with a looping machine, you can do it on your own. And so. Dude. Yeah. Looping. I, I've said this a couple times. It's like that is it, to me is like the future of, of where music, music is headed is that yeah. fact that there is one person in, in their in apartment and they can literally record as many different sounds as they'd like to and then a loop them together. Like they could literally create, they could create a freaking like an orchestra if they wanted yeah. to. It's like, yeah. it's so cool to me. I, yeah. love it. I love it so much. Oh my God. And so, uh. So uh, since since doing that musical, looping has just been uh, such a big part of my vocabulary. And so I had a friend of mine who uh, has HIV, and he every year he hosts this big musical theater event called Belting for Life, and it's a fundraiser for Howard Brown Health. Um, and oh, uh, I love that totally, totally. And and so every year he gets his like fiercest Chicago musical theater belting gals together and everyone prepares a song and we just you know we just ho- sell tickets host this big event and we raise money to spread awareness about hiv and howard brown health um so this year um he hit me up and he was like okay so i think you should sing a song from encanto and i was like what if i actually do all the songs from encanto every and song so, <laughs> so as a surprise to him i crafted this like 15 minute long mashup of and it's truly a mashup of every song from the movie Encanto um on my looper when I tell you when I tell you (laughs) my listeners to my listeners right now go right now like pause this episode if you're listening to it and go right now to your TikTok to your Instagram and watch these four videos because I tell you right now you will not regret it okay one of the best decisions to make today my TikTok like go do it right now I was gonna say my TikTok is Escuchala Satya S-A-T-Y-A you can find me there you go like you could definitely find, yeah. And I'll, I'm gonna, you guys know, um, I'll tell my listeners, I'll, I'm going to put all of her information um, in with the episode. Oh, stuff, so hell you'll yeah. Have, um, all of her info. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, you'll have all of her social media info, stuff like that. Actually, in uh, the podcast description, her name will be linked to her no. TikTok. So just if you click on her name in the, in the description of this episode, Fire. Boom, I'll take you right there. Love it. Um, so. It, but it is like honestly, y'all. Like, especially if you like Encanto. If you like Encanto, then like you probably aren't even listening right now because you've already gone <laughs> to her TikTok. But yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> it is so good. It, the way you like the way you fit all the songs together, like and just like the beginning part of it. Like, oh my god, my husband doesn't even like love animated movies, and he literally was just like watching it. Like, <laughs> like yeah, told you. I mean the the night the night that I performed it live was really special. It was really special. It was the the perfect audience, right? Like everyone in that audience was obsessed with Encanto, right? Like you want a musical theater audience and that that movie lends itself. I'm just wa- I'm just c- counting the days until Ugh. they take it to Broadway, you know. I'm ready to play Mirabel. It's going to be weird. Oh, absolutely. It's going to be weird to play one character um, and not all of them, but okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh my god! They just build out the stage again, like in Detroit yeah, or in uh, where yeah, they did Cleveland. that. They just, they're like, actually, you're gonna play exactly. every character. We've looped the whole stage. Yeah. I'm ready for that version. Uh, but I actually, as, at, right after I, um, oh, right after I, I did that event, I got asked to do like 
a, a handful of music festivals just to perform that 15 minute set. And, uh, dude, I would, I, if I was at a music festival and you got up and performed that, I would, I don't know what would happen. I would literally probably just lose my mind. Like if I'm just like at a music festival, I'm expecting to see like the the acts up there to see it. Then all of a sudden this person gets up and did that mashup. I would be like, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're so kind. It was was really special. It was so good. Thank you. Thank you. That's really, really good. Absolutely. Um, It's, it was a blast. It was a blast to do. And I love looping and I loved Encanto. I mean, I, I feel like Coco did a very similar thing for me when Coco first came out. I just like, same yeah it tugged on my heartstrings in a way that i just i never seen myself in a disney movie in that way and it just not that like i saw myself the way i see myself in mirabel but like (laughs) but like my culture and my people like that it changed my life and then once i saw encanto the representation in that like that we're talking about a very specific culture but then all the different facets to that all the different the different ethnicities within one culture and like oh the representation was perfection in that movie so it changed Dude, my life that's so that's like one of my one of my sayings one of my sayings for this show is uh the three r's of my podcast are representation representation yes representation. <laughs> because it's like it's it's really it's really like what i feel about music that is so lacking and like why one of the reasons i started this podcast is because there are just so many different kinds of people in every single space that are making music and making really good music that people don't have access to and don't get to hear. And they don't know that there's someone out there making music for them, like literally for like, like to them, you know? So it's like, as if I can, however many artists I can get out in in those spaces, because especially, you know, like being a gay man and, you know, especially LGBTQ plus like artists, it's like, and trans artists. Oh my gosh. There's just like, there are incredible trans artists out there that are just making like yeah. the best music. And I just feel like if people could see that they're represented in those spaces, it would just really lift music to like another And like, level, there's so. a, there's, you know, a whole debate going on right now about, you know, TikTok changing the music industry and like now anyone can be a, a music artist and whatever, but like, yeah, yes. Anyone and everyone should be a music artist because music is evolving. We're like, we're evolving outside of genres. I'm in a, I'm in a show right now. I'm in Alabama, um, working with the Alabama Shakespeare Festival on a production called America. Wait, where, what part? Montgomery. Okay. My, my mom and dad live in, uh, right outside Auburn, Alabama. I'm from the South. So I'm from Nashville, um, originally, but my parents live in Auburn, um, right outside Auburn right now. They own a, they own a, that's close. That's really close. I was just in yeah. Auburn last week for a pro li- uh, pro life. Okay, yeah. No pro choice protest. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, bye. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, it's been fun, Tatia. Um, have a great night. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, uh, it was a pro choice protest. Uh, um, in, in Auburn. Auburn, that's amazing. That's actually awesome that they um, had had one oh, of those there. Yeah, yeah my... Alabama needs it more than anyone. Oh my god, they need it. They need my parents. Like, are my mom is convinced somehow that I'm gonna like move down to Alabama to like help with the business because I run their social media from here. And I'm like, the words you'll never hear these words come out of my mouth. Hey, mom and dad, I'm moving to Alabama. <laughs> never, ever in my life. Mm-mm. Oh nope. man, I will. <laughs> like, I I'm sorry. Unless they do it, unless they do a complete overhaul. True. Of the state, like... True. I don't think I could live here. I don't think I could live here permanently. I, I will say that the individuals I have met here have all been so kind, but like the overall vibe. Absolutely. It's a no-no. Tomato, tomato, tomato. Not for me. Not no. for me. It's one of the reasons why, I mean, I was in Nashville. I was in Nashville in Tennessee, which is like, you know, for Tennessee, it's like very yeah, progressive. Yeah, yeah. 
um, city and it like votes Democrat. But I still, it was still even too much for me where I had to like get, I had to leave because like the people that are controlling the state. And the politicians and things like that. It's just, like, it is toxic. Like, oh, it's not good. So, Chicago feels like a nice little bubble. I love Chicago. I love that we have the voting power of the whole state. Wait a minute. Are you also from Chicago? No, no, no. You're in Chicago? Chicago? That's right. Yeah, yeah, that's where I am. Wait, have we already done this already? I think I said that to you in uh, a message. Great, great. We know this about each other. No, I don't don't know if we, yeah, we did. But, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, I I think it was in like the initial thing that I said to you. I just said um, like I like in my little like message thing. I said I'm like a fellow Chicagoan, but yeah, yeah. I'm in. Uh, I live in Roscoe <gasps> Village. Um, oh in my Chicago, god! So. Uh, actually, though, actually, <laughs> let's hang out. I'll be back in Chicago in a couple yeah, months. No, for real. I would love what to. What am I freaking saying? Why did I talk Perfect. about Alabama? Up, I was talking about Alabama because I'm doing a show out here, um, and it's called American Mariachi. Um, why did I even bring that up? Probably to say that I'm, I'm a mariachi musician in this show. I'm playing the trumpet. Oh, amazing. So that actually does lead me to, um, talk, talk to you a little bit about your theater stuff. Cause I, um, uh, you're doing a show or there was a show called Refuge. <gasps> yes. Was that in uh, Chicago? Um, it's, it's going to happen in Chicago in the fall, actually. Uh, yeah, so I've uh, co-created a show. It's one of the many hats I wear uh, in, in the theater world. Right now I'm an actor, musician, but uh, coming up I will be a co-creator, composer, slash I'm directing the upcoming production. It's a show called Refuge, and it's about a young Honduran migrant who makes her way um, on foot with coyotes um, to the U.S., and she, her, her coyotes, uh, coyotes, coyotes, depending upon whatever, however you pronounce it, um, her coyotes abandon her in the desert and she stumbles onto this white Texan rancher's land and passes out. And him and this lesbian, Mexican American, pregnant border patrol agent. It's a lot of identities. Um, they have to decide what to do with her. Are they going to turn her in? Representation. They gonna, yes. Thank you. Rep- R- 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 R. Um, so, okay. So this show is completely, completely bilingual. It's a bilingual play with a shit ton of music. Um, you're watching in real time a, a, a American Southern Texan try to communicate with a Honduran in their, in their native tongue. Um, there's a ton of puppetry. There's this like wolf puppet and the rancher's pet pit bull puppet. Yeah, I saw that. And they kind of mirror the relationship between the rancher and the Honduran. And it's this dynamic of like who you get to, who is welcome based on what side of the fence or what side of the border you were born on, right? Um, the Me and, the, and my co-creator, Andrew Rosendorf, have been um, – we've been creating this for – uh, the last like five years um, with with the concept of welcome in mind and theater being uh, an incredibly elitist art form in this country, <clears throat> very specifically funded by and for uh, wealthy white people in this country. We have been exploring this concept of who is welcome in these spaces. And so um, we created this with that in mind in in hopefully such a way that like is is truly representative and truly inclusive of other communities and other cultures also too i would i want i would like to come see the show oh my god yes it's happening at theo ubiquay in chicago in the fall i think it opens uh october 17th 
Um, but uh, but it's getting it got a yes, it got funded for a Rolling World premiere this past year. It was supposed to open before COVID. COVID pushed us back, and so we got a full production of it in Colorado a couple months ago. Um, next stop is Theo Ubique in Chicago. After that, we go to Unicorn Theater in Kansas City, and then after that, we go to Theater Lab FAU in Boca Raton, Florida. Um, so it's getting it's already got a little bit of a tour lined up. Uh, it's it's my debut as a composer and a writer for for theater. Um, it was definitely like my initial stepping stone into writing in general. That uh, that definitely motivated me to be able to write my own stuff. Uh, but it's definitely a far more political piece than any of the music that I have lined up to release on Spotify. So <laughs> it's a different vibe. It's a different side of me. But who cares? Nothing matters. We are sexist. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Do what you do. What you do. Do, <laughs> do whatever you do, the hell you okay? want, and do all of it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I literally just want to post a picture of like that, like galaxy picture up, like, like somewhere, like in my studio, just to be like to reference yes. it and look at it. And be like, okay, like yes. Just remember, that's who you. That's what. That's what you are compared to that. So do do <laughs> anything and do everything. Yeah, do all of it. Like anything you want to do, at yeah, least. Yeah, yeah. Don't do, don't do the things you don't want to do because, like, why? <laughs> there's no, there's nothing for that. Um, okay, so tell me about like what's coming up for you. Yeah. Okay. Um, you just talked about like the fact that that th- that show's writing, and then I also you have an album. You're working mm-hmm. on an album. I, mm-hmm. I hear on your, I saw your yeah. peeped on your Instagram. Yes, that's very exciting. Yeah, to me. I'm, <laughs> and also like I'm recording an album, and also fully aware that like we're kind of as a as a generation as a society we're kind of phasing out of like full album release industry. Where so I I won't re- I won't release it. I'm sure as a as as a full album, I will probably release them as individual tracks that will eventually come together as an album. But, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm. Yeah, I mean, like as quickly as quickly as they're ready. <laughs> okay, um, no pressure. Thank you, Ryan. <laughs> let's, yeah, yeah, let's just like right, right when they're right when you think they're good. Let's uh, let's go ahead and like, upload them to Spotify. <laughs> oh my god, you're so fucking delightful. Um, yeah. I, so I've I've kind of uh, I've always been told I've always been told I needed to to do less, to hone my, to hone my art form into one thing. Um, the whole like jack of all trades, master of none. I've always been told just focus on one thing so you can be really good at it because you're, you're sacrificing that thing to do all these other things. But, but I'm, I'm understimulated if I'm not doing all these things. I'm, I'm excited by constantly exploring and tapping into new industries. You say you're not a master of none, but like I mean, you're like you you've got you're getting pretty uh you're getting pretty good at several different things. So I would say keep keep going with all. Bless all you, things, yeah. thank and, you. I'm a I'm a master at being yeah. a jack. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, <there you> go. <laughs> um, but yes. So. Oh my god, that's your new just your new ta- slogan. Your new tagline is an yes, artist. master of jack, <laughs> Satya. <laughs> exactly. So yeah. So what's coming up? I uh, so my my production of Refuge is on its world rolling world premiere right now. Um, I'm working on an album which is different than these than these solo tracks that I've been releasing. I've got a couple songs that I'm releasing with Nigel D. Robinson real soon. Um, that are all within that same vibe of like we are unhinged this summer. We are just writing it all, releasing it all, sharing it all. Um, 
it's got it's got a very much like a pop hip hop and uh and it's unhinged and toxic and we're just living for the toxicity of it all um but my other album is very much uh, it's sad girl it's sad girl songs um we're exploring the genre right now but some of it gives me folk some of it gives me pop some of it gives me um some of it is like sound bath uh vocal orchestration looping um and uh and so that is that's its own that's its own thing that's on its way and then i'm also uh i love that too yeah i've i've also been commissioned by a theater to write uh, a completely new show um that i can't say too much about quite yet oh, but just like keep your eyes and ears peeled because i'm writing um I'm, I'm in the process of writing a couple different new musicals uh, and by musicals, I don't do like musical theater as a genre, but like, but they will be inherently um, musicals as they will be stories with a shit ton of music. So there's a lot, there's a lot to be excited about on the horizon. We're Yay. creating and creating and creating and creating. So uh, I'll keep you posted. Um, I wear a lot of hats, so just yeah, please do. never get never get too comfortable with uh, any of my yeah, art. Master ones. of Jack, uh huh, the Master of Jack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love it. We came up with your artist tagline right here on the show. You heard it here <laughs> yes, first, folks. You did. Oh, people. Amazing. Um, <laughs> Come on. That's really what exciting. Uh, yeah, so everybody, go uh, go follow Satya on all of her pathways. Thanks and everybody. keep up with like what she's what she's got going on because um yeah I feel like I have a really good feeling that you are going to be producing some pretty epic stuff in the future so I'm really excited. Let's see, think I'm, I'm going to take that and I'm just going to continue to manifest that. We're just going to hold on to that forever. Hell yeah. Um okay so the time has come so on the show. Yep. Um every artist that I interview um I play a little game called Category Is. Category Is. This game was a creation of um between me and my friends like it was, I think it was like four or five years ago. And we were on a road trip and we just like wanted something to do. So we created this game and how the game works is we go around in a circle and someone gives a category and then everybody um, puts in a song into a playlist that they think best represents that category for them personally. Okay. And there's really no like winner or anything like that, but we just, it's really fun to like listen to what, you know, the people in your life pick, you know, and what different like interpretations of one category okay. people have through music, you know? So that's kind of like the, the gist of the game. So I like to play it. Um, so yeah, so the first category that I was going to ask you, uh, because um, your episode was one of the uh, my Pride series, so it was about all about queer artists, which I did three episodes in the Pride series this year. So just favorite queer independent music artist. Oh, okay. Um, uh, this is ooh. <sighs> this feels like cheating because she's a dear friend of mine. Her name is Courtney Govin. Do you know Courtney Govin? No, I do not. Um, she's she's a, a independent pop queer artist, and she wrote her. She got a, a song that blew up last year called Serotonin. Gonna bathe myself in serotonin. Dun-dun, dun-dun. Maybe you've heard it. Maybe you haven't. Oh yeah, I think I do know that actually. <laughs> and she just released a, yeah. a new um, a new s- single called Out of the Blue. She goes, I just came out of the blue. I'm butchering it because she can really just like screlt these notes up in the sky. Um, She's, she's a fierce, uh, uh, queer, uh, fat artist. She just, she's like body positive. Oh, wait, I know. I do know her. Um, I, 
I her song out of the yes. blue. Uh, yes. Uh huh. Yeah, I know that song. Um, I just looked her. Yeah, 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 yeah. So she's a great artist. Um, queer, queer artists. Uh, I mean, you know, we we're talking independent artists. I was going to say Bad Bunny is on repeat always on my Spotify, but ain't nothing independent about that bitch. <laughs> oh, Bad Bunny, bitch! I literally, actually, you know, uh, this is such a cool story. I, okay, I just saw this actually a uh, TikTok um, about this woman. Um, she's Puerto Rican, and someone me too. Videos and said, you know, oh, it's so cool what Bad Bunny has done. Did yes. you see that video? And she literally goes into like how like much she's actually. And I literally was watching it. And I almost was like crying. It was so beautiful. Like I, I didn't even, I didn't even fully know. Like that dude is like yeah. epic. Like that dude yeah. is. Like for him to be an artist on that level and doing things like 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 standing up for trans yes. trans rights, like you know just like marching in the streets on protests and stuff like that. Like I understand completely how she feels yeah. about him and how, like it, that it was just such a cool it was such a cool video to watch. Like her like passion and just talking about the people in Puerto Rico and how much they love him. Like well yeah, and also like especially because uh because of the identities he carries as a Latino, right? Like Latinidad has been so in influenced by colonization and. Christianity that uh, they're in like there's inherent homophobia, rampant homophobia in Latino culture. And so to be someone who and to, to take that culture and then on top of that, the reggaeton, the reggaetonero that he is and the reggaeton music that he creates is also like a very homophobic culture historically as well. And to just like take the identities yeah to take yeah. the identities he has and then to imbue his sexuality and like and his acceptance for all all genders and identities in and informing this this historically problematic you know genre or or the, the the artists that have been within it have been historically problematic in a lot of ways it's he, he's changed the game in a lot of ways but he's not independent it changed the game yeah hey Santi. I know, no, but it's all good. We can still talk about him. Um, I was going to ask you if if queer queer music, queer pop music, queer whatever music is is just like a theme for Pride Month or the, a theme lately, or is is that um, something that you search for 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 the last eighty two episodes? Oh no! So yeah, I actually I actually talk about that um, in the show. So. My so since the beginning, I mean, even my first episode of the of the show, mm -hmm. I featured. Um, Yeji and I featured Miss White. I don't know if you know who Miss mm -hmm. White is. She's a um, uh, New York artist, she's a trans artist. That's in like literally like will blow your mind with her voice. Actually, her voice kind of um, reminds me of yours a little bit. Like she just does these runs and like these, just these like things that are so like like mind blowing. But she look her up for sure. She's cool. incredible. Um, no, but I talk about that on the show. How like for me, Pride Pride Month is exclusively I only feature queer artists during the month of June. Uh -huh. But that doesn't. Because I really feel like that, you know, within that month, it's like that's it's, that's our month. You know, it's a it's a month to really like um, to only plug, um, you know, queer artists. But all the time on my show, um, I, I feature um, every sexuality, every gender, every country. I'm actually even doing a, a series right now on the show where I'm trying to feature artists from every single country around the world. Dope. So I've already done, I think, 12 countries. But I, it, it, it'll, it'll be a really long running, like, you know, it'll be a really long running series. Yeah. But I want to, because there are, there are, there are people making music in every single country that are, have, have a voice that need to be heard. And, you know, like, so I literally, yeah, it's, uh, no, I, I featured, I actually just like kind of broke down, um, my numbers in terms of, you know, I just wanted to kind of see like, 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 I want to make sure to keep myself in check and make sure that I was, you know, doing what I say in representation. So I like literally broke down, like, you know, and it, it was, it was awesome. It was cool to see like the amount of people I've featured that.
I got some artists are, for you to check out. Black or Latino or, you know, like. Um, oh my God, so please. first, her name is Yendri, and it's spelled Y-E-N-D-R-Y. Um, and she is Dominican and Italian. Uh, and she's one of my all-time favorite artists. Oh, my gosh. She's beautiful. Oh, my God. She's, and her music is, is, a, is a oh whole gosh. fucking vibe. She has a color show. Do you have you watched Color Show? Oh, for sure, for sure, for sure. Okay, so there's Yendri. There's also Norella N O R E L L A. Um, her song Esta Noche is is out of control. Um, also, her name is Sanj S A N J S A N J in all caps Sanj. Um, and then I'm going to give oh, you, yeah, she, oh my gosh. do you know who that is? Do you know who that is? Um, like fire sign, fuck you, cloud mind. Yes, 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 yes. Sad, no, I don't. Sad girls. Like, is- I love the, this is, this is what I talk about too, is the fact that there are so many, there's so many artists, like there's so much music being made like all the time. All the time. And so I feel like even someone like me that like, this is what I do. I literally seek out music cause I have a show about it and, and I want to feature, you know, as many artists as I can. I still... There's still so many artists I've never heard of and I've never like come across, but you know, blog on yes. mind. Yes. Uh, and I have one more for you because she's a whole ass vibe and her name is Lido Pimienta. It's spelled L-I-D-O. Oh, Lido. Oh, I know. I know. Yeah, Lido. You know Lido Pimienta? I, I know this artist. Yeah. I've, uh, okay, great. Great. I've done um, my job. Dude, I love. So I just did. I did. Um, I did a. Oh yeah, I did um, an Indigenous uh, Bops um, episode where I featured Ooh. an Indigenous artist like a couple like uh, like I think it was like four episodes ago, and um, I almost it was like so hard because I like I there were so many like good songs so I almost featured her but like, she's on my list of like artists that I like absolutely have to feature because like she is, Colombian. Colombian I saw her I found her on Color Studios too but she is yeah like, amazing amazing yeah. yeah. So she's I'm amazing. and, yeah, and so a lot of these artists, a lot of these artists yeah. that I just shared with you are artists that are like they're melding genres. Like like Sanj is giving me lo-fi hip hop R and B meets Carnatic meets Eastern. Um, while Lido gives me like like hip hop meets meets Caribbean meets um traditional. Yes, totally, totally, totally. Like- like total tra- traditional Colombian music, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, her stuff is like so interesting. Um, and I just, uh, I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed. I, I, I grew up on world music. That's awesome. So. Thank you so much. I love that. Hell yeah. Yeah, I know. I, that's honestly, because it, it, like it was so, it's so mind blowing to me. Like, there's so many artists that you know are even just in America, and then you start to like branch out, and that's like what gave me the idea to do this, to do this series, is because there's artists in every single country that are making really good yeah. music like really that people will never even like hear about or know about and like i personally like can't stand i just can't stand for that like i have to like at least for me i have to go and search out and try to find because i need to know what's going on you know like like there's styles that i've never even heard of there's like things that people are doing in other countries with music that i've never even like knew yeah. was a thing it's like so it's so it's you're I, doing the lord's work ryan you know, well, it's really, I mean, selfishly, it's, it's, you know, a lot for me, but, <laughs> but yes. Uh, so I turned it into podcasts where I was like, get yeah. up with people, but I just like, I love music in, in that kind of way. And I want to see what people are creating. Like that, the indigenous episode that I did was so, that actually was one of my biggest like eye opening like episodes for me because I, the, they were making 
like there's different groups that are making like Otiken. I don't know if you know if you've heard of them. They're mm-hmm. like a, a Siberian indigenous group, and they like perform in like their traditional garb, but they're mixing electronic music with like their like nature like like nature sounds and like like they and they make all these like throat singing and like all this Ooh. stuff, but they're like mixing it with like like modern electronic music, and it is like mind blow. It's hell my yeah. Mind. Like, how like like yeah. It's um, so cool, there's so. a group. Definitely, you should look them up. I just o- followed OTK. them on Spotify as you were talking. I just found them and, and followed them. Yeah. There's a group called Metalachi, <laughs> and it's a heavy metal mariachi band. It's not. See, it's like, not like my story. personal preference in style of music uh, as heavy metal yeah. is not quite my vibe. But Same. the fact that it exists, I live for. <laughs> I love that. That's dude. That's that's my thing. Is like even if yeah, even if it's not even like yeah, even if it's not my vibe. The fact that people like are existing yes. in that space, like. Um, there was, there's actually, I'm, I'm going to be doing a punk episode like soon. Um, cause my husband like grew up in the punk scene in Vancouver and like, it's not my, like, it's not my necessarily like love, you know, like, like my favorite yeah, yeah. genre, but there are people in that space doing really cool things. There's like this all black girl punk band that's like, just like killing it and like taking the space over. And I'm like, yes, more like that, that's please. the shit. Like I, I, even if it's not my like favorite genre of music, like, yeah, like I could like listen to and respect. Yes, for sure. totally. Totally. Okay, so my second category is kind of a, this is like a funny one. So one of the episodes, one of my episodes, so every episode I do is technically like supposed to be based on the category is game. It's like it's supposed to be like one of the categories. Okay. And with me and my friends playing this game for five or six years now, the categories really get like, they, you can really say whatever you want, you know, to like make okay. a category. Um, but this one was, the category for this one was called, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I have to go drop it down low. Like, so you're pretty much like, this category is you're at the club and you're having a casual, casual conversation with somebody and then that song yes. comes on and you're like, I'm yes. so sorry. I have to pause this because I have to go like, like get down on the answer. <laughs> uh, that's what, so the, um, I would love to know. Um, your, um, yeah, for the, that, that is, <laughs> that is Slumber Party by Princess Nokia and Ashniko. <laughs> have you heard that song? <laughs> oh yes. Dude, I love that song. If that song comes on, I'm done. I love that song so I'm much. Ash- <laughs> yeah, I love that song. Ash Nico actually is like one of those artists for me. She's like so interesting as an artist. I'm like, like what vibe? Like what like vibe are you? Like she's bringing like all these different genres into like one artist, and I'm like, okay, I can like get down with this. Like she, like it's like horror pop at times, yes. and then like, uh, then I'm, like yes, punk like cyber princess. I'm like, okay, cool. Like yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. All. I think also though, um, I don't know if you've ever heard of Snow the Product. She's a Mexican American rapper. Um. Oh yeah. Oh, you have. Okay, great. Yeah. yeah. So so bilingue. Is yeah. one of my all time all time favorite songs. Yeah, so I I actually will snow the product. I didn't know about snow the product until an artist, one of the, I think it was like the third artist that I interviewed was this um, is a lesbian rapper from Australia. Yeah. Her name is Sophia, okay. which her stuff amazing. Hell yeah! Um, and she actually was the one that told me about snow the product. I'd never heard of snow the product before that, and so like she like got me onto it. So yeah, it was like literally from an artist from the show. That like oh my god, yes, uh, I love that. Well, look, she's. She's a Mexican American queer artist. And- that's why I love. I was saying that's why I love this like this part of the show, just because I have literally um, gotten connections to other artists through artists, you know. And then like so, even Sophia, she had mentioned that one of her um, friends was named Lauren, who was this other rapper in Australia. Yeah. And literally, I'm um, like, I listened to her music. I wrote her entire discography, 
in like a night because it was so good. And then featured her on like one of the next episodes. And then I was interviewing her like two and a half weeks later for the show, you know? So it was like, it was like, I never would have known about her if it wasn't for her. So, yeah. Oh my God, that's amazing. I, you know, I got to start a podcast just like this so that I can, so that I can meet a bunch of new music in my life. That's what I need. Yes. I mean, honestly, I highly recommend it it's very effective. Um, I've learned about a lot of really, really, really dope music because of the show. Uh, and I love that. <laughs> that's incredible. Well, I'm going to go and listen to all of your podcasts so that I can learn about everything that you've learned over the last 82 episodes. Oh my God. Oh thank God, you. Yeah. 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 Let me, uh, hit me up and let me know uh, if there's any artists, if there's any artists that you like resonate oh with. Oh my God. I to like hear like feedback on that. Yeah, stuff I, will. Like, who, I, who will, I will. I will. I will. I will. Definitely. Awesome. Um, okay, really quick before we go out here, uh, let the people know um, where they can find you on different platforms. If you'll just like say your handle and um, and how they can find you on Spotify. Cool. Like um, you can find me on Spotify as Satya, but it's got an aesthetic to it. So it's period Satya period. Satya spelled S-A-T-Y-A. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Satya Cha Cha Chale. Um, you can find me on TikTok as Escucha La Satya. Um, and that's all for now, folks. You got it. So yeah, you guys heard that here. Um, go uh, stream her music on Spotify. Period. Satya. Period. 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 Um, I love. And yeah, go follow her on all. Uh, period. <laughs> uh, go follow her on all of her social platforms. Definitely, definitely, definitely go right now. Right, if you haven't, if you didn't already do it when I told you to, go right now after this. You're listening to this and go watch her Encanto loop session on TikTok because it will blow your mind. Um, Satya, thank you so much for coming on the show. It was an absolute pleasure to talk. The pleasure to you. is all mine. I can't wait to hear what you do next. Bless you. Thank you, Brian. It was awesome. This is awesome. You're awesome. <laughs> Mm-hmm. 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 Mm-hmm.